Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back on the block. Austin Norman, Eric Strickland with you. Diving back into the win. Nebraska men's basketball takes down number one Purdue. Strick, I mentioned there were some numbers that stood out to me from this game. Um, The first number that stood out to me was eight. The number of guys Nebraska played. I think we just saw Nebraska's rotation that Fred Hoiberg, Nate Lenzer, Coach Ziegler, Coach Howard really trust. You Mm -hmm. start... The same five you have for a while now, Mast, Gary, Lawrence, Tamanaga, and Williams, Josiah Alec, Sam Hoiberg, C.J. Wilcher. Didn't see Eli Rice at all, didn't see Boogie Coleman at all, didn't see mm-hmm. Matar Jope at all. I know we talk about depth a lot in basketball, but there's a point where you can be too deep, have too many guys to play. If you tell me that's Nebraska's eight-man rotation for the rest of the year with spot minutes for other guys, I like that group. You down with it? I'm down with it. I mean, like I say, man, they, this they, they've they've got so many options from which they can go from, but the fact that they didn't have to or need specific options is just huge. I think. I mean, I I I can't do anything but be excited about what's to come um, for the future of this team and mm-hmm. and where they're to go. Uh, one of the things about about me, man, when I talk about Husker basketball now. I've been talking about some, it's a a word called differentials. And I've been saying that the way that Nebraska has shown, first and foremost, they're now 19-1 and when scoring over 80 points. Big deal. Right? Mm -hmm. So that's huge for them. Um, But the differentials, where are they different? where, Where are they making themselves different from the other team in a category mm-hmm. where they're not getting killed, but they're either even or they're winning. And if they're winning two or more of those categories, Nebraska in most cases are going to win the game by, because of the way that they play defense. So when you look at the stats on this, this specific game, what are the differentials? Well, one of them is you shoot 61% from three. So you take 23 shots to their 33, but you shoot 61%. That's a, that's a huge differential right there. Your field goal attempts were the same. Mm-hmm. Your free throw percentage was a differential, and I've always talked about that. Free throw shooting in, in a game, you either use it to get back into the game, to push a lead, or to win a game when it counts. Mm-hmm. They did both of those. Mm-hmm. 84% from the free throw line, shot 19 of them, which you have a big post-up team. That means you're, you're, you're playing great defense without fouling. And then you're fouling when it counts, and you're not allowing a lot, a lot of extra and-one type situations. Mm-hmm. Huge for them, right? You, you, you did give some up. Another good differentials, turnovers. Mm-hmm. Purdue's a really good defensive team. 
Mm-hmm. Like if seventeenth in the country right now, seventeenth in the country, and and there's some there there there's some other stats that I'll get into in a second, but I'm I'm just talking about differentials right now. That's a differential that you won fourteen to nine. You also won points off turnovers, doubled them up on that mm-hmm. seven to eighteen because you got live ball turnovers. They didn't. They didn't. You thought you would get beat on the rebounding. You hung in there. Only four. Equaled them out. Four down. And you cleared defensive glass better than they did. Than they did, right? And so then a minor differential was bench points, but we, we knew they, they had to be successful. But here's the big one to me. Points in the paint. Thank you. Talk to me. This team is focused on, honed in on, trying to commit to getting the ball inside to win that battle, mm-hmm. and they lost, and they're one of the best at doing it. Mm-hmm. Those differentials is one of the ones that won to include assists and other things. Fast break points, 13-1. I mean, it's, it's, mm-hmm. they just won in every category, and that's what caused this team to win. I'm telling you, if they continue to do it that way, win the differentials, mm-hmm. they're going to be a successful team throughout the rest of the year. I'm glad you went to points in the paint because that was an area that I think if you look at this matchup on the surface, you assume Purdue dominates with a 7-4 guy, with Kaufman Wren who plays, with Smith and Lawyer who aren't great off the dribble but are crafty. Mm-hmm. But Nebraska won that battle. Here's the other thing, Strick. Nebraska blocked more shots than Purdue. Crazy. That's right? why I would have thought Purdue would have won too, is because Nebraska, I think, has the opportunities to get into the lane. <clears throat> Nebraska hasn't finished that well all year. Twelve of eighteen on layups is okay. It's fine. You'd like to be, you know, closer to 75-80% than, mm-hmm. than down at two thirds. But Zach Eady only had two blocks. He was really yeah. a non factor on defense. I mean, fifteen and seven is a solid game. He played well and Purdue went to him, mm-hmm. but he wasn't allowed to dictate how that game went on offense or on defense. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't, he wasn't the, he wasn't the difference maker. And look, this isn't the only time. Mm-hmm. This isn't the only time they've actually, done, they've actually done this again for the last three times that they played and outside the foul against CJ Wilcher that, that you, you, you could say that, this team is one of the only teams that could have beaten this team three times in a row mm-hmm. in, in the three times, the last three times they played it. Mm-hmm. A top 10 team on the regular finishing mm-hmm. there as well as being a, what, they were number one seed last year in the, in the NCAA tournament? Yeah. You, you were one mm-hmm. of the only teams that could have doubled them up mm-hmm. in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Shout out. I want to shout out Bryce Williams as well. I don't think he was the the story last night. I think C.J. Wilcher's flamethrower, Casey hitting some tough shots. And let's talk about that before Bryce Williams. Nebraska got enough open threes, but they also hit some ridiculous ones. C.J. Mm-hmm. hit one with a hand in his face. Casey's patience on a couple of those strick, where he would catch the ball, almost let the guy catch up to him, but the hand went down. Casey's mm-hmm. patience, his footwork was on full display last night. When Nebraska didn't get an open shot, they still hit it. Incredible. Like, Nebraska's not going to shoot 60% from three. Again, they picked a great night to do it. But I loved the shot selection. You scored in the paint, you hit your threes, and timely mid-ranges as well to keep Edie open and honest. But Bryce Williams, darn near a triple-double for a guy that we didn't know if he was going to play or not. Said he woke up not feeling great yesterday morning. It was sore. He spent all day getting it worked on, and he turns in... Maybe not, you know, the best performance 
in terms of scoring he'll have all year. Definitely not. Mm-hmm. But maybe his most consistently impactful performance. 11 rebounds, 9 assists, those two block shots, one of them on Edie, yeah. just for kicks and gigs. I was so impressed with the floor game that Bryce Williams played last yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, listen, I'm just a guy that's an observer from a defensive perspective, right? Bryce Williams doesn't by any means have the greatest handle. He just knows how to control it, and he knows what his strength is. Mm-hmm. Um, he knows where he needs to get to, and he knows where he wants to go, and and he puts balls on dime, just mm-hmm. let, you know, just in the right place for the person to be able to make a play. And you know about this time played in the NBA. The best pass, you have flashy passers yeah. that can make the highlight reel, thread the needle, and whatnot. But the best passers are the ones that put it in your shooting pocket consistently, that lead you off that screen. Right? Is that yeah. fair to say? Absolutely. Um, there's so many different different notes here. Um, like the 88 points that they scored against Purdue is the most that they allowed in regulation this season. Crazy. And Purdue is is one of the best teams, one in defense we talked about, mm-hmm. but Nebraska handed them the largest loss that they've had against any team in the Big Ten since Michigan beat them 82 to 58. Man, it, it, it's it, there's so many different things that you can look at this and see what this Nebraska team done. Like mm-hmm. Nebraska, Nebraska is just the third team this seat. Listen now, this is against this is against Purdue. They're just the third team. And they played more than three games, so it ain't <laughs> like it's you know a regular occurrence to shoot over fifty percent against Purdue. And the Boilermakers were ranked eighth nationally in defensive efficiency. Mm-hmm. That's look. This is not a one-off. Nebraska has done this before. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants—they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. They've now, what, shot, I think, over 50%. Like, I think this is their fourth time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they're, they're, this isn't like a one-off by any means. So there's things like their double-figure runs, uh, you know, this is something that Purdue doesn't really allow. Purdue has only allowed just two double-figure runs coming into the night, and they had two in one game Mm -hmm. against Nebraska. Yeah. Those are things you can be proud of. And those runs were different. It was 13 and 11. It was two threes from Casey and then seven points from Sam Hoiberg that gave Nebraska the lead it wouldn't give up at the end of the first half. Yeah. And then Strick... I want you to talk about some of the big moments in the game. To me, watching from a distance, the biggest stretch of the game was the C.J. Wilcher run, where Purdue cuts it to one, you get a couple free throws from Hoiberg, and then Wilcher goes bananas for like three minutes. What were the winning moments in this game for Nebraska? <laughs> um, there are so many. Um, it's definitely the... It, it, it's it's like the Josiah Alec three in the corner mm. because that run was under... Double digits at that point. It was 54 to 50 at that point. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That was huge. CJ Wilcher's run mm-hmm. was huge. The block by Bryce Williams 
late in the game where um, Zach Eady had just had like a couple of dunks and he was starting to kind of get rolling Mm -hmm. and they got a couple of blocks and whenever they had a bad turnover or a bad mistake or two empty possessions, you start worrying like, oh my gosh, you're you're not even getting shots right now. Mm -hmm. They go down and make a defensive stop. That's winning basketball, man, mm-hmm. at the highest level. Mm-hmm. And that's what they were able to accomplish against one of the best teams uh, in their efficiency of scoring in, 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 the, in, the, in, in, the, in the country, not just in the Big Ten. Purdue wins the rebounding battle. They shoot 40% from three. That happens. You don't feel good about your chances. But again, it didn't feel like a fluke. Yeah, Nebraska hit some tough threes, but if you take away three three-pointers that Nebraska made, guess what? It's still a seven-point win. And other points Nebraska left on the floor. Yeah. It was I mean, an incredible there was a layup effort. by Bryce that he freaking bangs at the <laughs> underneath the, the rim. Mm-hmm. Juwan Gary, a couple. I mean, a couple nice mid-range touch shots. Mm-hmm. I mean, they weren't they weren't guarded. Jamarcus had. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking about they they had they had great looks that they just missed. Mm-hmm. So I mean, and, and listen, Purdue did too. So right. they missed some threes that they had open looks at, but you know, that's how the game goes. Everyone in Purdue's starting lineup had a turnover. Lance Jones led the way with four. Lawyer had three. Smith had two. Edie had three. And then uh, Kaufman Wren only had one. But Strick, here's the question from the text line. 0196 asks, is Nebraska now a legitimate tournament team? I'll give you my answer. I, I, we, we touched on it a little bit in the crossover. Nebraska was hanging on the periphery, on the fringes, right? That, that maybe a 10 probably an 11, 12, you might have to go to the first four in Dayton and play your way into the tournament. Nebraska got a huge boost with this win. Nebraska is, we have the the net rankings pulled up. We had a question about that too. Did Nebraska deserve a bigger boost than the 12 spots that jumped from 58 to 46? Moving up 12 spots in one game is insane. That is a huge jump this late into a season when these numbers normally stabilize. Nebraska down at 58, that's a bubble team. Nebraska at 46 is, you're pretty confident you're in that, you know, upper 11, lower 10 seed range with opportunities to, to keep climbing. Going, right. You're not going to face anyone as deep as Purdue, as dominant as Zach Eady, which isn't to say that, you know, if Nebraska loses a game again this year, it's a disappointment, right? There are other good teams in the Big Ten. It's going to be their night. It's not going to be Nebraska's. But getting that 12-spot jump, getting your third quad one victory... Strick, that means the world. That means a lot. And you're going to get a chance to revenge yourself against Wisconsin. They come in your gym. That could give you another one. Mm-hmm. So, you, you know, you're going to be looking at that as an opportunity as well as Illinois. But the test is going to be these next two road games. It isn't a bounce back, but it's when you're hunted now. Mm. You're hunted by hated a team that hates you. <laughs> And then you're going to have a tough one in Rutgers that they just play. They they play well at Piscataway. It just mm-hmm. they do. I mean, even and they if remember down. what you did when they're last year. Yeah, exactly. So you know, anytime you have a revenge opportunity, it's just one of those things that a team is going to give you their best. How do you take their best? And and you've got to take the lessons that you learned over the course of time. It's winning basketball. Mm. It's different than when you're at home. You've got to play a certain way. You've got to learn how to build on leads. You, you you hope you learned the lessons in Minnesota. You just can't come out flinging and slinging. Right. And you got to build on leads, and that means go on the attack. And that's what I saw of this team. They continued to attack. They made them foul. And when they fouled, they went to the free throw line and did what? Made them. 
and that's how you win games. They've got to do that on the road. That they do, and they go on the road against Iowa on Friday, and then a week from today, they're on the road at Rutgers. Ted on the text line asks, do we play Purdue again? No. No. That's it. You get Purdue once, you get Illinois Illinois once, you get Iowa once, which Mm -hmm. makes this one important, right? Iowa might be better, and I gave them credit for at the beginning of the year, but they still don't play a lick of defense. Mm -hmm. Not a single lick, not a single bleep given on the defensive end. I don't think they have a good matchup with Rink. No. Cricky also transferred up from the Mo Valley. He's not Rink's level. No. I don't think they have a good matchup for Rink. And I think as long as Rink got in the cold pool and healed up from a lot of them elbows mm-hmm. and to the ribs and to the shoulders <laughs> and to the face <laughs> from, from Zach Eady, um, I, I think they'll be fine. I, I, I'm glad for the game because Josiah Alec, I think, had a confidence game for him. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to score a lot, but just understanding how to move now when Rink and him are together. Mm. You know, how to, how to find little spaces to, to be effective mm-hmm. in, 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 in doing something to, to, to have an effect while he's in the game with him. And when he's not, how to work with those guys as well. I think he's starting to find a little bit of that niche and not, you know, cause we seen him early trying to be over aggressive, fall over his feet and didn't have great footwork, but mm-hmm. now he's kind of learning how to, to move a little bit to create angles for passes to finish and stuff like that. It's not that he's not playing hard. He's playing easier. Yeah. He's playing simpler and that starts up top. It starts between the ears. It absolutely does. Just the schedule note for Nebraska men's basketball um, in conference. They've already played, Minnesota, Michigan State, Indiana, Wisconsin, and Purdue. They are done with Michigan State. They are done with Purdue. Michigan's down. They get them twice. Yep. So they get Michigan twice, Rutgers twice, Ohio State twice. They get Minnesota, Indiana again. They get Northwestern twice. So you have uh, one game against Penn State, one against Illinois, one against Maryland, one against, yeah, and that's it then. And, and, and a lot of those teams are trying to find their way. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad says, Hey dad, thanks for timing in. Um, Nebraska men's basketball needs to get to 20 wins before they even think about the dance too many years. Uh, we've started talking about the postseason and then collapse, put five more wins in the bank and then we can talk fair. I, I still don't think 20 is some you know magic number to unlock everything, but you feel really good about a good seed at 20. If you win the right games, if you, if you get revenge on Wisconsin, if mm-hmm. you compete with Illinois and you take care of home, like mm-hmm. you've always said, Strick. Get the right wins and avoid the worst losses. You're you're in really good position right yeah. now. Yeah, I mean, listen, a, a road loss doesn't hurt you as much as a home loss to a bad team. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones that hurt you. That's why I say take care of home. That Whenever means, anybody comes in your building, go ahead. Yeah, don't lose to Michigan at home. Don't lose to Penn State at home. Yeah, beat Minnesota at home. Those are really the worst there games left on the schedule. There you go. And right now, Minnesota's not looking too bad for you. They're not. Kind of a paper tiger. They haven't beaten anyone in the top 50 yeah, that's yet. Right. But hey, guess who just moved into the top 50? Your Nebraska Corn Huskers. Yeah. They did. The Huskers are rolling. Uh, it's been a fun journey again. Huskers and Iowa on Friday. Part of a doubleheader for the Huskers and Hawkeyes. The men's basketball team will travel out to Iowa City. But here at home, Husker Wrestling takes on Iowa at the Bob Devaney Sports Center. If you're not making the trip out for men's hoops, make sure you make the trip over to Devaney again. As big a game as Purdue was for the men's basketball team, that's what Friday's wrestling meet against Iowa is going to be. They're the big bads. The Big Ten is an absolutely stacked wrestling conference. So if you don't have plans on Friday night, make sure 
that you get to the Devaney Sports Center. Cheer on Mark Manning and that team. We'll step aside when we get back. We'll cross it over. Jay Feasy, Jay Foreman in the building. Crossover with Old School to wrap up on the block. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.